everyone out there. Welcome in to the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament for Championship and Semifinal here on a Friday night. Nothing like it here in Altamont High School as it's the number two seed, Altamont Indians. And they come in at 13-4 and four on the year. They're taking on the three seed, the Dietrich Mover Maroons. Coming out 15-5 and five on the year in the championship semifinal. Welcome into our broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest in Altamont. It's Travis Clark's line, Dominic Daters, and we're here calling all the action tonight here on the boys. Valdemar Indian Athletics, 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM, also streaming online at vmradio.com as well. Uh, both teams got here to the championship semifinal. Altamont was victorious on a Tuesday, 71-44 against Windsor Sustraws, and they uh, led 17-4 after one quarter of a play, and then uh, they kind of extended that uh, thing out there and they ended up leading uh, by a pretty wide margin there ended up in the fourth quarter uh, there uh, they were feeling it from uh, deep there in the first quarter Eli Miller had a couple and Elamaka hit a uh, three there in the early going as well we wondered what what happened with the long layoff well it didn't seem like it affected the Indians very much at all as they came out and they took care of business against Winston two Charles on a Tuesday night and then after that game, Dietrich, they took care of business against South Central, and that's an understatement, as it was a 62-20 final score on a Tuesday to the Maroons to advance here tonight. 23-5 to outscore to the Cougars there in that opening quarter, and Landon Keck, that's a performance that he put on in the first quarter that a lot of people are going to remember for years to come, as he had 16 of the 23 first quarter points for the Maroons. He ended up with 20. All those were in the first half. He didn't play at all in the second half, and uh, so he had a star-making performance here in the uh, tournament, and also uh, Westendorf, he had uh, 13 points, and Gebar had a 9, so both these teams uh, advanced here in impressive fashion here tonight, Dominic, and uh, they're looking to uh, get where everyone wants to go, and where St. Anthony is right now, the championship game uh, tomorrow night, and uh, they've been two impressive games uh, so far here for these two teams. They want to be singing. They want to be singing like the kids in the movie Hardball. Remember the movie Hardball? Oh yeah. Keanu Reeves. You know, the kids are singing after, after they after they won. We're going to the ship. We're right. going to the ship. They want to be outlaws. They both want to be singing that. Even they're going to the championship. We we'll play the number one seed, the number one team in one A. St. Anthony Bulldogs. First, they got to battle each other out again here tonight. It was Barnburn's first time they played as Alamont won 42 40. That was at Deer. And I expect another Barnburn here tonight. I know it's a conference tournament. It's at Alamont, you know. So uh, I still expect another another Barnburn. Uh, maybe a little little different game than uh, we, saw the, we saw the first time. But uh, it's still, it's still going to be a, a classic. Uh, just like uh, you know, he, just like ESB classic, you know, he still those classic games, you know, over and over again. I, I look forward to the uh, an NC, NCC classic because uh, I just feel like that's that's what that's what's going to be. Uh, you know, I just I know Alex Montgomery feels a little fast start last time. I feel like that's what we're going to have to do. Excuse me, do again here tonight. Get off to a fast start against uh, you know against against the because they're obviously very. Very talented team, like I said. Keck had 16 of his 20 in the first quarter 
last game, so they're definitely going to need to need to hold him. Hold, I'm not sure how many he had the first time. I was on I was on play either, but it wasn't nearly that many. But uh, they're definitely going to need to hold him to uh, hold him in check for sure. But uh, I, I'm just I'm just excited, Travis. I'm looking forward, looking you know, looking forward to another another barn burn tonight. That's you know, that's what I'm expecting. You know, there's, there's a lot of people here. So the, the main the main parking lot was shut down by the time I got here. I had to park across park across the National Trail around 40, you know, to you know, walk over if you get get here. So, uh, but you know, as as, as expected at the NTC tournament, you know, a lot of great, a lot of great teams, a lot of great games. This one right here coming up. Yeah, Friday night at the NTC tournament, it's different, that's for sure, and it is a nearly capacity crowd here this evening as well, as we're expecting a nearly capacity crowd uh, tomorrow evening as well, no matter who uh, gets here to the championship against uh, St. Anthony. And like you mentioned there, Dominic, the last time out was earlier this month on January 5th, and Altamont squeezed out a 42-40 or 40 victory. They did get off to a hot start there in the opening quarter, but Dietrich came back to them. They outscored the Indians 18-11 to there in that fourth quarter, and uh, it was nearly a game winner for Lucas Westendorf, but uh, there was a missed shot. I want to say Keg missed the three initially, and some chaos and a scramble for the loose ball, and it finds into the hands of Westendorf, and he shot the three, and he made it, and the crowd exploded. He made it, of course, but then there was a timeout before the shot, so the shot did not count, and I know Coach Bonoff really – Felt bad about that uh, ill-timed timeout there, and uh, they got the play in on the sidelines, and they got it to Westendorf again. Another good look, but it was a missed shot. And Dietrich feels like they were on the comeback. If that game went a couple minutes longer, the Maroons feel like they could have won that uh, there on that night. But the difference is the NTC tournament, and it's here in Altamont's place as well. I've noticed that both teams play a little bit differently at home, so uh, we'll see what happens here tonight, and as I was looking back through uh, some history, it's kind of been a little bit of a tradition for the Altamont Indians and the Yamuka Maroons for a meeting in the uh, semifinals. As they met last year in the semifinals, they won Altamont won 59 and 2 of 48, and then in 2020, and then the semifinals again, Altamont victorious. In 2019, Altamont was also victorious in the semifinals as well. You got to go all the way back to uh, 2016, is what I saw. Uh, Dietrich is when they beat Altamont 47 to 45 in the championship game, and that was Dietrich's last conference tournament title here as well. And uh, they won back to back that year. They won in 2015 and in 2016. And also to know that is the last time that either St. Anthony or Altamont have won the conference tournament. So. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've seen either one of those teams. And it's been a little bit since we've seen either uh, a team versus St. Anthony or a team versus Altamont that's not against one or the other. Uh, and that's what Dietrich is trying to change here tonight. That coming into the tournament, that if anyone's going to do it, if you don't want to pencil in St. Anthony and Altamont in the championship game, it would be Dietrich would be the one to say something about it. And they're going to have a lot to say about it uh, here tonight. So I would agree with you, Dominic. I would expect a uh, great game tonight between these two teams. 
are listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to the AA Annual Napa Trail Conference Tournament. It's a championship semifinals between the Altamont Indians and the Dietrich Moving Maroons. Okay, the starting five for the visiting team on the scoreboard of the Dietrich Moving Maroons, coached by Brent Bonoff, assisted by Tyler Pilcher. They're going to go with number two, Tanner Will, a 5'11 junior. Number three, Elanen Keck, he's a six-foot junior as well. Number 12, Jackson Funneman, he's a 6'2 junior. Number 15, Lucas Westendorf, a 6'2 senior. Number 23, Galeb Gephardt, he's a 6'2 senior. So again, it's Will, Keck, Funneman, Westendorf, and Gephardt, the five for Dietrich. And I believe that was the same as the matchup for the previous time. Okay, the Altamont Indians, the home team on the scoreboard in the home white uniform. The start number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam. He's a six-four senior. Number 22, Cade Melville. He's a six-two sophomore. Number 24, Adam McManway. He's a six-two senior. And number 42, Cade Miller. He's a six-five senior. Again, it's Eli Miller, Elam, Melville, McManway, and Cade Miller. The five for Altamont. Of course, coached by John Nieberge and assisted by Trent Cool and Brian Tuco as well. So uh, we're in for a good one here in the championship semifinal. The game before us, the Windsor Two Straws victorious over South Central, 44-30. to The Windsor Two Straws advances to the Constellation Championship to play North Play tomorrow. And the day starts off with South Central taking on counter Eric Beecher City in a seventh-place game at 11.30 a.m. And, of course, everyone is going to be the winner of this one. We'll match up with St. Anthony in the championship. It'll be Caden Miller going to be tipping off against Westendorf for the Maroons. So here we go. Friday night, championship semifinal, 88th Annual National Trail Conference is underway. It'll be Dieter starting off with the ball as they'll win. And they'll be on left or right on your radio dial here. As they're going to find a man in the corner. That's a Will. And he drives strong to the hole. No good. And rebounded by Millville. So I'll come on go right to left on your radio dial here to start the game after that miss. Elon will drive baseline. Gives off to Eli Miller for three. Yes! Great corner. For Eli Miller, it's starting out just like uh, the previous matchup. It's 3 nothing. Nice. That was a nice pass there by uh, Dylan Meehan to Eli Miller to set that three up. As Westendorf takes a tough jumper, it bounces off the rim. No good. They about him by Caden Miller. Bilbo gets it across the timeline. He takes a couple bounces and picks it up, and they'll reset things. Get it back to a Millville Hill calling out a play here at the volleyball line. Back to Coach Nieberge. Now he'll dribble at the top of the key. Gives it off to Elam, and he lost it. Turnover there for Altman. As Dietrich turns it right back, and Elam's all alone underneath, and he puts it up good. Two-pointer for Dylan Elam. It's 5 nothing Altman. Fast start. Fast start for Altman. It's like it is just like it did last time. So, uh, can't go. Probably what you don't want for Dietrich to keep this crowd in. Gephardt for three. It's off. No good. Tipped around. And it's going to be won by Funneman. He's going to ring it down. And he traveled with it. So it's going to be a turnover on Dietrich. And give it to the Indians. That was 6.33 to go here in the opening quarter. It's 5 nothing. Alphamont. He's team with some turnovers. Alphamont only with one. Dietrich with two. And it's going to be uh, Eli Miller here at the top of the key. 
He has it. Gives off to a Millville here on the right wing. He nearly lost it, but he gets control of it now. Started by Will there for Dietrich. And Millville spins around to his right. Had it poked away. It's still loose. And it's going to be ping-ponged around. And it's finally last touch by Dietrich out of bounds. So it'll stay right here without the mom. That was a great job for Millville lost. That was a great job of him to keep, keep control of it. Eli Miller gets it in the 2K to Miller. Now Elam here at the top of the key. A three-pointer had it partially blocked by Gephardt. And so it's going to be Westendorf with the ball here on the left side. Picks up the screen. Westendorf now a couple of dribbles and gives it back in between the circles to Will. Now over to Gephardt. That's Keck. Keck with it. He goes all the way inside. The layup is good for Keck and Dietrich on the board. Elam crossover move goes to the hole. Layup no good. Tips around and gets his own this back, though. Off a couple of caroms. Now Eli will have it here at the top of the circle. And Eli will hand it off to Millville. And now Smile working around here. And Elam here will. Thinking about the short handoff, but it was cut off. Now to McManway. He'll drive with the floater. No good. Kaden Miller's out for the four. It's good. Kaden Miller with the putback. It's 7-2. And Coach Bodoff wants this timeout. And so we'll take a timeout as well. It's Altamont, 7-2 here in the early going. You're listening to the NTC Tournament here on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Coach Bonoff for a teacher called that timeout, and a great start for Altamont. They jump out to the 7-2 lead here. Coming up on five minutes to go here in the opening quarter. That's definitely a great stop and almost a takeaway there by Altamont by McManaway. Nearly fumbled there by Gephardt. He keeps the dribble and he lost it out of bounds anyway. They couldn't save it after all. So it'll be another turnover for the Maroons. And it'll be Altamont ball. Definitely not what you want for DJ. It's the third turnover of the night. Already down 7-2 here to early going. And Coach Bonoff tells the Maroons to calm down. Kata Miller inside. He's triple teamed, and he lost it. Dives on the floor for it, and there's a tie-up, and it's a jump. And alternate possession arrow favors Altamont. So the Indians will keep it. First I, up. I just love Kata uh, Miller's, Miller's uh, effort there. He just he lost that ball, but as quick as he lost it, he went back for it. They can get the tie-up. Jack Holsey will check in for the Maroons, the 6'6'' senior. And with uh, some perspiration on the floor, they'll get the mop out. They get the mop out for the NTC tournament. Hey, this, this, this is important stuff, Travis. Important stuff. No dilly-dallying around. Absolutely Got to get it right. And uh, it's going to be inbounded to a Millville here at the volleyball line. Get things off to Elam here at the top. Elam will now drive inside. It was cut off. And now he's looking for someone to pass to. Still holding on to the ball. And that's going to be five seconds. Five seconds on Elfman, and he'll turn it over to Dietrich. 
Albon's second turnover of the evening. I'll give the ball to Maroon. They trail 7-2, 4-30 to go here in the opening quarter. As Keck will get it across half court. Going to be a lob to a Gephardt underneath, but caught it too far. Westendorf back out. And now they go back out for three. It's Will left it short. The rebounded by Westendorf. He puts it up. No good. But he's going to go to the free throw line to shoot two. As Dylan Elam crash into him there on the board. The Dylan Eaton's first, team's first quarter. So Lucas Westendorf will go to the line for the first time on the right here squad. Westendorf's free throw good. And that makes the score 7 to 3. 4 15 to go here in the opening quarter. And Westendorf goes in and out, and Holstein's there for the offensive rebound, and he lost it, trying to go back up with it. And so it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. So, Holsey got the miss, but fumbled it out of bounds. So, it'll be Altamont balls anyways. Millville will slowly walk it across half-court line. And now a double down low to Kata Miller. And he goes up and under around Holsey. And a 4-2, Kata Miller. And it's 8 or 9-3. to three. Peter's going to have to stop that if they want to be competitive here. They go in the corner to Westendorf, and he has a couple of pump fakes. Fade away, jumper, no. Rebounded by Millville. So Millville will bring it across half court. And it's going to be Millville working here on the perimeter. Dribble inside, puts it up. No, but Caden's there on the far row. It's good again. Another putback for Caden Miller. It's 11 3. Nice job there by Caden Miller doing what he does best. Westendorf with it the other way, and it's going to be a travel. Another turnover on Dietrich. Wow. And we got a sub as Brock Niemer comes in for the Maroons, and Will will take a seat. And nobody has subbed out as of yet for Altamont. Elon a down low to Kaden Miller, and he lost it off his foot. It's going to be uh, reaching from behind there. McManaway is trying to poke it loose from Westendorf. They're going to call it reaching on an Altamont. Yeah, McManaway's first. Altamont's second of the quarter. So Jackson Funneman will come back in, and that was John Holstie who was in. They both wear 30 and 31, but that was John Holstie, so... He'll sit down on the bench. It's Keck with the ball here. As he'll give it off in the corner to Niebuhr. And Niebuhr gets it back to Westendorf here up top. Trying to shake Elam. And he gives it over there. Back to Keck. And the Keck dribbling around. He puts it up. And it's going to be a foul on Altamont. So let's see a common foul out of bounds to Dietrich. Now we'll get our first sub. Kata Miller will sit down and Ben Radel will check in. Yeah, Miller's first foul, Altamont's third of the quarter. 2.40 to go here. It's Altamont 11 3. Niemerg will spin around and he'll give it back off to Westendorf. Westendorf behind the back dribble. He lost it momentarily. He tries to throw up. Wild shot. Almost got it to go in. They're rebounded by Radel. Radel up to Eli Miller. And now Eli will control it. Give it to Millville in transition three. Oh, hit it out, no good. And it's going to be a foul on Altamont. 
as Beamer got the rebound and McManaway came crashing in there. And that'll be his second out. Yeah, McManaway's second, team fourth. Uh, not, not good there early. McManaway's early foul trouble. You take your pick on who to guard, a keg, Gephardt, or Westendorf, but McManaway yeah. is usually one of the primary defenders on one of the better scorers. KD, Caden Davis checked in for him with those two fouls. 2.15 to go. It's still 11-3, Altamont. Niemerg with the ball. Backdoor cut. Uh, Dietrich lost it, but they're going to say it was off of Altamont. Poking it free from Gephardt, so it'll stay right here with the Maroons. We have Funneman inbounding underneath the basket. And they get it in a two, Gephardt, he'll fire for three, good. And that one. Dietrich needs 11-6. That's exactly what Dietrich needs to uh, get back in this game. Two sure. minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Eli with it here on the left wing. And he'll dribble to his right, and he'll pick it up, looking for someone to pass to. And he's in a trouble there, and he's going to get a tail ball. Alternate possession arrow favors Dietrich, so it'll go over to them. Quick rest for Caden Miller. He's back in, and Radel will sit down. 146 to go here in the opening quarter. As it'll be a Gephardt, the one bringing it up. They're walking across half court. Picked up by Eli right there, and a wild shot again, and it's rebounded by Millville on the miss. Millville brings it up with a minute 30. Millville almost had it poked loose, and he's all alone. He turns around and takes the shot. No good. And rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf over for a three. Vermiller short. And it's going to be Niemerg with the offensive rebound. He'll fire a three. It's good. Three-pointer for Brock Niemerg. And it's 11-9. Here come the Maroons. Coming up on a minute to go. Elam with it up top, hop step, and he lost it. Stayers off with Dietrich. And so it'll stay right here with Altamont. The officials in Maroon don't agree. No, they do not. Eli will be the trigger man to Caden Miller, and he's wide open. Layup. He tried to dunk it instead, and he missed it. He tried to dunk it as he was wide open. Gephardt in transition, three short, and it's an air ball, and it'll be over to Altamont. So it's 44.5 seconds left in the opening quarter. Altamont will take over. Benchers reacting as well. Gephardt may have been hit on the arm. 30 seconds to go in the opening quarter. It's nearly uh, a steal, but instead they're going to call a foul on Dietrich. Foul Lucas Westdorf, his first, team first. Okay, finally Dietrich picked up their first foul. Keck will take a seed, and a Tanner Will will come back in. 29.8 left. Elam will take it out there over on the sideline. And Elam gets it into Kaden Miller, and he gets it back out to Eli Miller for three. Too strong, but Elam's right there for the board, and he saved it. And now he gets it back in the corner three. Short. And rebounded by Will. Nearly cuts away, and Will controls it. 
And look at Caden Miller go, and he flies hard into the stage. But it's going to stay right here with the Maroons as he was looking for the steal from behind. And he went uh, so far into the stage. And uh, here comes the mop. And uh, so it's 14 point or 14 seconds exactly. Dietrich will have it underneath their own basket. Looks like Winty will check out and Keck will check back in. So it'll be a will. And then he'll be inbounding it. Just to the left of his own basket. Dietrich could take the lead here potentially on a three. Will straight on gets it right back. As uh, it'll be Westendorf. Turnaround jumper too strong. Rebounded by Davis. Five seconds left. Davis. Over to Elam. Elam had a poke loose. It's stolen. Now Westendorf has it. He passes off it. He should have shot it. That shot's not going to count. And that'll do it for the first quarter. So Altman will survive the first quarter and lead 11-9 after one quarter of play. And we'll be right back here. You're listening to the NTC Tournament here on Jack of M. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Three minutes of play is Altamont with the narrow lead, 11-9. As they'll start off with the ball here in the second quarter, they'll go down low to Kata Miller, and it was off of a check, they say, so will stay right here with Altamont. Eli Miller taking it out. Eli will be just right below us to our right. It's an end to a Millville, now to Davis. Davis trying to get it to a Kaden Miller, but instead gives out to Eli Miller. Eli up top, he'll dribble inside, had it nearly taken away. Davis for three, yes! KD for three. And out to my lead, 14 9. Nice shot there by Kaden Davis. He was pretty much wide open there on that one. And it's Keck with the ball. He gives it over there to. Will. Now it's down low to Westendorf. He's wide open. Layup is good. Or Westendorf. And 14-11. That's Westendorf's first field goal tonight. Yeah. He's got three points. He made it one free throw earlier. Uh, he turned back within three. Elam across the timeline. And Elam will hand off to a Millville. And now Millville will go over to Davis. Now Eli with it. Now over to Caden. They'll swing it here on the perimeter and work it over to Elam. 
Now Davis here in the right corner. And now Millville takes a, not about a step back, but instead gives it off to Eli Miller. Miller with it here on the right wing. And he'll hand off to Davis, and he nearly lost it. Had to track it down in the Altamont logo. Millville almost lost it. He regains control. Millville spins around, gets loose, and now backdoor cut to Elam and read perfectly by Westendorf with a steal. Westendorf behind the back dribble, puts it up, throws it good. Wow, Westendorf, tough shot. Teacher trails by one. Back to back, buckets by Westendorf. That was kind of an acrobatic shot himself. And Elam will have it here on the right wing. He picks it up. And Elam will give it back to Kata Miller. He's double teamed and he's tied up. And it's going to be a jump ball. Alternate possession there will favor Dietrich. So, subs coming in. Aiden McManoy with those two fouls. Come back in. So will Ben Radel. Elam and Millville will sit down. 6 one to go. Dietrich trails by one, so they have the opportunity to take their first lead. Keck has it. Backdoor cut. Underneath. Triple teamed. Out to Niemerk for three. Too strong. And rebounded by Caden Miller. And he wrestles it away. And they're going to foul on Dietrich. They're trying to get the jump ball, but instead they're going to get a reach in. That was on Tanner Will, his first team's first supporter. Caden Miller uh, told the officials that ball is a little slick flick there, so the official wiped it off after that play. As Hyper uh, will check in uh, for the Maroons. And uh, so it'll be uh, Davis with it here on the right side. Now I'll swing it over to McManaway. McManaway here on the left side trying to get it to Caden, but it was cut off. Now Eli in between the circles. And now high post for Caden Miller. He holds on to the ball, and it was too far of a pass for Eli Miller. Trying to be a turnover to Dietrich. Six turnovers for Albemont, five for Dietrich, so pretty, pretty close in the turnover battle. It looks like Elam will take a seed and get a breather, and Elam will come in. So Dietrich will the ball again, having the opportunity to take their first lead of the game. As Keck has it here on the left wing, over to Niemerk. They'll swing things over. Eifert for three is wide open and rebounded by Elam, and they're going to call it over back on Dietrich well, on the rebound. Fouls on Keck, his first team second of the quarter. And so with five minutes to go here in the first half, Altamont. He's 14-13 with the ball. A little bit of a scoring drought. Over to Davis here at the free throw line, and then a call of travel. Travel in the ball, gives it back to Dietrich. Now Davis will sit down, and Eli Miller will check in. Lucas Westendorf comes back in there for the Maroons, and Will will take a seat. And Gephardt's also back in the game. As it's Keck bringing the ball across the court. And he'll go to his left, and he lost it on the way up, and stay off of him, so no one else touched it, so it'll be Altamont ball. Nice job there by the Indians. Uh, the Indians threw around, not, not touching that ball, trying to, trying to retrieve it. 
much to go out of bounds. Yeah, just let it go. Don't do anything silly. Right. So it'll be Elam bringing it up. Crosses over Keck. He gets in the front court. Lazy pass and almost picked off, but does a McManaway. He'll drive baseline. Keeps it out to Eli. Nice recovery by Niemerg. Now McManaway. He'll drive baseline after the pump fake and shuffles it over to Caden Miller. Up and in for Caden. He's got eight. And the lead is 16-13. And uh, there's some more preparation on the floor. Like the, the mop and the towels are going to get a workout tonight. They are. You know, I mean, all these people in here. All these people, both teams are super competitive. And uh, three-point three point leads here by Altamont. Four sixteen left to go. What in bucket. They are. So it'll be Dietrich with the ball down by three now. Also that last basket by Kaden Miller. Niemerg, started closely by Millville there, checked back in. And Niemerg is going to give it off to Gephardt here on the left side. Gephardt dribbles, and he'll get McManaway up and under. No good, and rebounded by Millville. Off to Elam. Elam in transition. He'll stop, puts up the floater, and it takes a bounce off the front of him and through. For Dylan Elam, a kind home round bounce. And it's 18-13. That was a very kind home MTC tournament bounce. Back over in the corner to Eifert. He thought about a three, but then he's going to get a double dribble. Kid just shot him. And it'll be a double dribble turnover back to Altamont. Eifert knows it too. And uh, another turnover to Diedrich. It's uh, six for Diedrich, seven for Altamont. And it was Luke Winty who came back in for the Maroons. That's going to be Eli with it here up top. He'll take it around. He'll dribble inside. A layup is no good. But Caden's there for the follow. He'll go back up with it. Lost it. But he's going to be fouled. So it'll be a, a foul on the Maroons. And Caden Miller will go to the charity stripe to shoot. And again, he goes over to the bench to wipe off his hands. Fouls on uh, Luke Winty, his first, team's third. So a little bit of difference of fouls here. Deidre's got three this quarter. Alzheimer's got none. I class quarter. Alzheimer's has four. Deidre's got one. So yeah. Kind of turning at the table, you know. Miller's free throw in and out. No good. So it's still a, a five-point lead for Alzheimer's. 18-13. 3-16 to go here in the first half. And Caden Miller will be at the line for a second one. Second attempt on the way up, and that was no good either. Elam for the tip, and it's going to be ping-ponged around. Who's touched it last? Dietrich. So it'll stay right here at Altamont. So Elam will be the one taking it out there on the far sideline. Gets it into McManaway, and he's going to get called for the offensive foul. Ooh. Oh, I didn't see a whole lot there. And so Gephardt was backing up. So maybe sold it a little bit. Maybe. And so that's going to be the third foul on McManaway. Yeah. This third team's first of the quarter. That's the danger they have keeping them in there. And it's going to be sure. picked off by Eli Miller as they toss it away on the inbound pass. And the Maroons compact the turnover with a foul on the reach in. Foul's on Caleb Gephardt. His first, Maroon's 
Ford. So a double mistake there. They overthrew the intended target on the inbounds, and then they foul too. And Eli will be the one taking it out again. Gets in to Kata Miller. Now over to Davis to check back in. Over to Kata Miller. He's going to fire a three-pointer. Yeah! Steps out and makes the three. And now it's 21-13. The big fella can shoot it from downtown, too. That's Niemer. He says he's got some range. And Niemer with it. And gets it over to Keck. He drives and puts it up against Miller. No foul either. And there's bodies there on the other end, and they're going to call it a loose ball foul on Dietrich. Amazing that Kata Miller got that block on that on that end of the floor and didn't foul. It was amazing. Fouls on Jackson Butler, his first, team's fifth. Okay, it's, uh, so fifth, so free throws. And it looks like Millville is going to be the one getting sent to the line. So 2.41 to go. Altamont will be in the bonus the rest of the way here in the first half. And Millville made the free throw. His first point of the night. And the first trip to the line for Altamont as well. 22-13. 2.41 to go in the second. As Millville's second free throw is good. Two for two there for Millville. And it's the largest lead of the night for Altamont. It's a 10-point lead. 23-13. Lessendorf drives, and he spins around, puts up the shot. Good. Lessendorf with another bucket. It's 23-15. Coming up on 2.20 to go in the half. Now Millville in a hop step and gives it off to Davis. He gets it with a head fake, and now Eli with it at the top of the key. Eli Miller picks it up over to Davis. He fakes one guy. He takes a jumper. Good. Inside the arc for Davis that time. And it's 25-15. Under two to go as Keck has it. And he gives it off there as it's going to be Funniman up and in. His first basket, 25-17. As Elon will be the one getting across half court. And he has at the free throw line over to Millville, right open for three, back iron, takes a couple bounces, and rebounded by Westendorf, almost went in. I thought that one might go in there. I'm going to put the air there for a minute. Gephardt, layup, good. Gephardt, only his second basket, 25-19. Minute 15 to go in the first half. He won with it here on the right side, and it backed it out. Get into something here as Elam has it here on the three-point arc. And he gives it down to Caden Miller. Out, back out to Elam for three in the corner. Too strong. And rebounded by Gephardt. Gephardt in transition. Gives it off to Funneman. Layup. Missed it. But Keck is there for the far. And it's going to be a jump ball. Actually, they're going to get a foul. Fouls on Eli Miller, second, team second. So Kata Miller will take a seat, and Ben Radel will check in. So both Millers are down there with Funneman and Keck trying to get the tie up and said they get a foul on Eli. 51 seconds left. And 
So it'll be uh, Wessendorf getting in underneath the basket. Looks to get in and gets it in to Niemerg. And Niemerg with the head fake. He drives, puts it up. No. There's going to be a blocking foul. So Blake Niemerg is going to be shooting free throws. Fouls on Ben Radel at this first seems third of the quarter as uh, Brock Niemerg will go to the line. So, America can get this game a little bit closer here with 48 seconds left. Niemerg's free throw in and out, no good. So it remains a 25-19 game, six-point lead. Niemerg will get a second shot at it. And his second free throw will be on the way. And it's up, and it's to the right, and rebounded by Radel. So, 40 seconds to go with Elam across half court. And over in the corner to Millville, he drives and had to take it away from behind, out of bounds, but it stays right here. Malcolm. Nice effort there by Brock Deemer. Tried to uh, knock that away, only knocked it out of bounds. So stays with Malcolm. He takes his feet, and Gephardt checks back in. Eli will be... One taking out again. He bounced to Radel, and he had his pass picked off. Look out. Gephardt does. Wow. Slams it home for Gephardt. And it's 25 to 21, and that ignites the Dieter crowd. They're on their feet now. You don't blame them. No. 20, 20 seconds left. I get anybody up on their feet. And Altamont will hold for the final shot. And Elam, the screen from Radel, and he picks it up. Elam is off to Millville. Seven seconds left. Floater good by Millville. Two for him. Kick. Half court. Just in front of the line. It's no good. And that'll do it for the first half. So a little excitement there in that second quarter for Dietrich. A slam dunk for Caleb Gephardt. It's the Maroons feeling good here. Only trailing by six at the half. And it was at double digits at one point. So we'll be back for the halftime report, and we'll get the first half statistics as well as we'll tell you what's going on tomorrow, the schedule for the NCC tournament. Try to track down some other scores from around the area as well. It is 27-21 here. Altamont with the lead over Dietrich in the championship semifinal. Who's going to go and face St. Anthony in the championship game tomorrow night? We're two quarters away from finding out that answer. And we'll be back for the halftime report here in a few minutes. And you're listening to the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament here on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament. Here at the half in the championship semifinal is Altamont leading a 27-21 over a Dietrich. And uh, can't understate just how big that was for a Dietrich to get this game a little bit closer as they had it down to four but that last uh, floater by Millville makes it a six point game again includes ten points at one point in the second quarter and uh, again the dunk by Gephardt just ignited the crowd and gave the uh, Murrays what they needed to get that going there late in the second quarter there and only has them down uh, 27 to 21 Again, the winner of this game goes on to face St. Anthony and uh, St. Anthony's seventh straight championship appearance. And actually eight of their last nine years has been at St. Anthony, of course. It wasn't a tournament in uh, 2021 uh, due to the uh, pandemic. Uh, 
but Altamont is actually looking to go for their fifth straight uh, time. Anna Dietrich is uh, looked to be going uh, for uh, their return trip as well. They were last there in 2018, and they lost to uh, St. Anthony uh, there. That's when St. Anthony was on their run uh, four in a row uh, there lately. And so uh, that's what everybody is working for. It was a close game. It was a rock fight between them and St. Elmo last night. And they see uh, Coach Beasel and Coach Becky uh, behind the bench there for Dietrich, but uh, they had a great game plan and they executed it pretty well in the first half, but you can only keep St. Anthony down for so long and they caught fire in the fourth quarter and that's what advanced them on last night. And so that's who these two teams are looking to face. And they'll face the, uh, I guess, they'll face Coach Beasel and Coach Becky in the third place game uh, a little bit later in the afternoon at 2.30 there. Wherever Altamont will be playing, we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. Earlier on tonight, it was Windsor picking up the win over South Central 44-30. to uh, So, uh, the majority of the matches are set for tomorrow. Windsor will go on to play North Clay, who beat touted last night, 61-52 in the Constellation Championship. And South Central will slide into the championship, or the seventh place game at 11.30 to kick off the day uh, there against uh, Cowden Herrick Beecher City. Uh, there tomorrow, and uh, so that's what we got here in the NTC tournament for tomorrow. And what's well, always a good, great day, championship Saturday uh, for the National Trail Conference. For sure, and uh, I saw uh, Coach Cody Rinker sitting over there to, uh, to the left of us there, uh, Travis, earlier. But, uh, Anyway, I'm sure lots of lots of coaches here uh, looking on and uh, doing some scouting or just seeing how his game how his game turns out. Out uh, myself at half point seven twenty one. Let's look at some stats here from the first half. First of all, Robin Watt, KD, Caden Davis, one for one from the field and one for one from three point range. He's got five points. Eli Miller, over for one from the field and one for three from three point range and three points. Still only them two for three. From Field and over two from three point range. Four points. Kate Millville one for three from the field and over three, over two from three point range. He's two for two from the free throw line with four points. Ed McManway, he's over one from the field. Bradle's played, he has not scored. And Kate Miller, he's four for five from the field, one for one from the three point range, over two from the free throw line. He's got 11 points, leading all four. Excuse me, Altamont, 8 for 11 from the field, 3 for 7 from the 3-point range, 2 for 4 from the free throw line. And for Dietrich, Will is uh, 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from the 3-point range. Skek is 1 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from the 3-point range. Uh, when he's played, has not scored. Eifert's 0 for 1 from the 3-point range. Jackson Clemens 1 for 2 from the field with 2 points. Rock Niemer is one for two from three-point range. With three points, Lucas Westendorf, three for seven from the field, 0 for one from three-point range, and one for two from three-throw free throw line with seven points. Gephardt, two for four, two for four from the field, and one for three from three-point range for seven points. Of course, he had that big duck there late in the second quarter. And... Uh, Dieter 7-16 from the field, 2-9 from the three-point range, and 
for from the free throw line and uh, not really anybody in foul trouble for Dietrich, but you look at uh, Alamont, Ed McManaway has got three fouls and Eli Miller got two fouls, so definitely uh, those are not two guys that you uh, want to foul out, so I'm sure no. you know, that's why uh, Coach Dietrich has that Manaway down early in the second quarter and didn't, didn't play him the rest of the way, which is probably a good idea. And, uh, I'm sure he'll definitely uh, definitely be monitoring that. And, uh, you know, I just look forward to another close close game the rest of the way, Travis. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the rest of this game, uh, game plays out. You know, it seems like Alamont gets, you know, headed up as, as much as 10 and, you know, Deidre come back and, you know, now they're only down, only down by six here right before we start the second half. So, Alphamont had quarters of 11 and 16 for their 27, and Teacher got 9 and 12 for their 21. As it's the starters out there on the floor for Teacher, it's Gephardt, Will, Westendorf, Funneman, and uh, Keck. And it's the starting five for Alphamont as well. Millville, Elam, Eli Miller, Tatum Miller, and also McManaway as well. Melville with the ball gives it off to Eli Meller here at the uh, short elbow. He'll hand off to Elam. Elam with the ball fake, and Altamont now going left or right on your radio dial. Elam will dribble it around, and he'll give it off to Eli Miller. As a quick recovery there uh, by Dietrich. I think it was Keck who hit the deck, and he, uh, he popped right back up like nothing happened. And it'll be uh, Elam. Getting a couple of screens, and Elon goes all the way. Layup, and it's off the front of the rim. Tatum Miller there for an offensive rebound. Put back too strong for him. And the loose ball goes to McManaway. Off to Elon here in the left corner. And Altamont will reset with an extra possession. A couple of opportunities here for the Indians. And McManaway will have it here on the left wing. Now Eli Miller in between the circles. He'll drive. Gives it off to McManaway. He'll drive, gets free, jump shot in the lane, good, nothing but net. Warren McManaway, his first two points. And it's 29-28. 29-21, excuse me. That's a nice shot there in the lane for McManaway, just squared it up and put it in. 6.40 here in the third quarter. Hey, Dieter going right to left on your radio dial this half. It's a will here on the left side. He dribbles in, gives a couple pump fakes, and it's blocked by Millville and rebounded by Miller. So... Millville with a nice defensive play there. He's got the ball in transition, and he gives it off to Kaden Miller, and Elam was open for a second, but Kaden Miller with his second three. That one was from straight on, and it's 32-21. Big man definitely has some range. 14 points on the night. Largest lead of the night for Alphamont now. It's all the way back to 11 now. And it'll be a kick. Having him between the circles, he dribbles, gives it off to a Gephardt. Jump shot is back iron and rebounded by Millville. Gives it over to Elam, he gets it across the timeline. Picks up a screen there, they're going to call an offensive foul. Moving screen that time by Millville. And also, like Millville might be a little hurt there. Yeah, I think he knocked knees with. A defender for Dietrich and he's to have to shake it off and he's walking towards the bench and I have to get a sub here. Davis will check back will check in for him. Uh, it's his left knee and I think they knocked 
with a deeper player. So the athletic staff will go over and check him out. And it's going to be Westendorf for three. The other way, it's good. Top of the net for Westendorf. He's in the double figures. It's 32-24. As Elam spins around, he gets it up, and it's short and tipped around, and Kaden Milliken come down with it. He puts it back up. It's no good. It rolls off. And last touch by who? Altman. And here comes another official coming in and saying I had a better angle on it. And we might reverse the call. And the three will get together, and they do change the call. It's Alcamont ball. So it was off of the maroon, so it'll stay right here at Alcamont. Well, I mean, the biggest thing here is they got together and got the call. Got the call right. And Elon will get it in front of the Dietrich cheerleaders. High pass for Elon, but... Gets it down and nearly stolen away. Davis will drive. Kicks it off to McMahon away in the corner. Short. Airballed. Rebounded by Westendorf. Rare Tipped. airballed by McMahon away. Tipped by Elam and it goes into the black chairs. So it'll stay right here with Dietrich. And Niemerg is in there for uh, the Maroons. It's Brock Niemerg. And uh, that is the Keck handing it off to... Gephardt for three, bounces out, rebounded by Caden Miller. Manway across the timeline, 4.45 to go. Caden Miller had it at the top of the circle, now back to McManaway. McManaway picking up a screen from Elam and gives it to him. Elam thought about it, but he is fake, and now he'll dribble to his left. And had it taken away, yep, stolen away, and Keck got his hand on it, but it gets right back to Caden Miller, and he throws it off. Of Niemerk uh, there and took a shot there. He was in close proximity there, trying to throw it off of Brock Niemerk. And it was Hayden Miller's being called for the travel. So it'll be Dietrich Ball after all. So. A bit of a hectic sequence there. Yeah, after a chaotic. Action there as it'll be Westendorf. Jump shot off the glass, no. And rebounded by Caden Miller. As Gephardt and McManaway get tangled up here, but they play on. Elam in the corner. And a tipped and stolen away. Into the hands of Brock Niemer. Brock in transition, puts it up. He gets his own miss, though. And his layup is again, no. Third time is no good. Blocked by Caden Miller. And it's blocked by Will. A block on uh, Will. So, Dietrich had four opportunities there. Didn't get any of them to go, but it's going to stay with the Maroons because the ball was swatted out of bounds. So, it'll be Westendorf inbounding the ball. It's picked off by McManaway. Straight steal. Manaway slows it down, waits for his teammates in transition. As Davis checked out and Eli's back in. Elam throws it up. Layup is off, but he's going to be hacked on the way to the rim. And so it'll be free throws coming for Dylan Elam. It was actually Milvo who checked back into the game after he got his knees checked on there. So Elam will be at the line for two. 
Elam's free throw, no good. So it's still 32-24. 3.36 to go in the third. And Elam will second free throw, good. One for two that trip for Elam. Five in the game, and it's 33-24. So leads back to nine for Altamont. Will get across the timeline, 325 to go. And then the third, as Westendorf with a pump fake. Thought about a step-back jumper, but Tatum Miller's right there in his face and gets it off to Will. Will will drive, and he's trying to back down his man. Gets it off to Keck, throws it up. No, but he's going to go to the line for two shots. Fouls in the act of shooting for Landon Keck. Third foul for Eli Miller, Indian second. And now Eli joins McManaway with three fouls. Three throw by Keck is good. Landon's been real quiet tonight. Three points so far. Yeah, nothing like the other night. No. Makes that 33 to 25. 311 to go in the third. And the second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Keck. And it's 33-26. About three minutes to go here in the third period. Elam dribbles here on the sidelines. He goes all the way back out to McManaway. Swings it up to an open Millville for three. Flashes it home for Millville. And it's 36-26. Back to double digits. He's got seven points, does Millville. And it's going to be Gephardt all the way to the hole. Throws it up. No, and it's going to be a blocking foul on Caden Miller. So it's going to be two more free throws coming up for Deeser. And this one's going to be Caleb Gephardt. Fouls on Caden Miller, his first team's third. Yeah, surprisingly, all the starters have a foul except for him until now. Yeah. Free throw is off by Gephardt. And uh, there's going to be a, a sub for Kaden Miller, and Ben Radel will check in. And it'll be Gephardt at the line for a second attempt. And Davis, late sub, and he'll come and check in for Eli Miller. And Gephardt. Second free throw. It'll be on the way. That one's good. So one for two on that trip for Kayla Gephardt. Leads back to nine for Altamont. 36-27. Manaway gets it across half court. Nearly had it poked loose and it is stolen. Will here in the front court. Lays it up. No. And with a follow dunk by Gephardt. Woo. Second time. Wow. Gets up there from the heavens. 36-29 now. Elam dribbling around. Gives it off to Davis here at the top of the key. Over to Elam on the left side. And Elam trying to break free of Keck. Two minutes to go in the third. Elam behind the back dribble and he lost it. This is Niemerd. Layup. No good. Will with the foul. He just throws it. And Niemerd tracks it down. It's tipped. And stolen away by Elam. 
he just tips all over the place, and Coach Devery is going to call a timeout and slow some things down. I'd say so. Ooh. It is getting exciting here. As it is. Altamont on the lead, 36-29, a minute 48 to go in the third. We'll be back at 30 seconds. Now listening into the NTC tournament here on Jack Event. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the championship semifinal DNTC tournament. Currently, Altamont will be at 36-29. And Coach Niebury gets that time out there. Minute 48 to go here in the third. Yeah, you just wanted to kind of, like you said, calm, calm things down. There's a bunch of back and forth and tipping around there. And, uh, probably a good idea is to stop the, stop the chaos for a minute. So it'll be inbounded to Elam a minute 45 to go in the third. As Elam spins around here on the backcourt, he's going to cross the timeline and goes over there to Millville. Now Eli Miller here on the left side. Now over to Caden Miller. They'll swing it over to Davis here on the right wing. And Davis gives it back off to Eli. Eli here at the volleyball line gives it off to Davis in the corner to Caden Miller. And Caden Miller looking for someone to pass to. He just drops a drive. He puts it up. Had it blocked by Westendorf. He's going up for another dunk. And Davis with a steal right back, but he had his foot on the line. So it'll stay right here with Dietrich. Again, just the back and forth between these two teams here. Ran out of court that time. Yeah, he did. For Davis, so it'll be Gephardt taking out in front of the Dietrich bench. As we got 70 seconds to go here in the third. Jack will get it across half court. A minute to go. Gephardt underneath puts it up. Elam trying to draw the charge and rebounded by Caden Miller. Elon will bring it up with 50 seconds left. As Eli will drive and had taken away, poked away from behind, but luckily it went out. So will stay right here with the Indians. With that last rebound by Caden Miller, that gives him a double-double game. So it'll be Elon inbounding to Caden Miller. Gives it off to a Davis, and he's fouled. Foul for number 13, Brock Niemer, his first, team second quarter. 44.6 left, and Eifert. Eifert will check back in, and Westendorf will take a seat. And uh, Millville has it here, and he'll have to go back, and he establishes the belt here in the front court. Now over to uh, Eli Miller there on the right side. Eli gets it off to Caden uh, Miller, now Davis. Spins around to grab that one. Elam down low to Kaden Miller. He's double-teamed out to Millville. 
Millville drives, puts it up, and no, but he is fouled. So Millville will go to the line as he was fouled in the act of shooting. Millville will go to the line. Fouls on Brock Beamer, his second, team third. 23.4 seconds left here in the third. Millville shooting his, set, his third and fourth free throws. He got 37-29, Altamont. And all sorts of subs coming in. As Luke Winty is in. And Eifert and Will will take a seat. And also subs coming in for Altamont uh, there as well. Ben Radel checked in, and the free throw was missed that time by Millville, so he goes one for two. And so it's Davis, Eli Miller, Caden Miller, Radel, and Millville with five for Altamont. Ten seconds left. Gephardt with it with seven seconds. He's out here at the Altamont logo. Now he dribbles inside, puts it up against Miller. No, and his follow is no good. Caden Miller pulls down the rebound, and that'll do it for three quarters. Is after three quarters of play, it is Altamont 37, Dietrich 29. Eight more minutes left in regulation in the championship semifinal. We'll be back in a minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack Event. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. We're back to the start of the fourth quarter here. The semifinal is Wessendorf going to fire a three. It's no good. And Niemer tracks down the rebound. So he took another opportunity. This time Wessendorf cashes it in. Three-pointer. And now the lead's back down to five. Wessendorf's second three-pointer of the night. And Eli Miller has it here on the left side. Now Eli will take it inside, and he will back his band down. And go over to Akeda Miller, back out to Eli Miller. Now down low to Akeda Miller, trying to find room, and finds Radel underneath. He puts it up, layup is good. Muscling his way in there for Ben. And it's 39-32. And Westendorf trying to answer with a jump shot. No. And same team, guys. As Miller's going to track down the rebound. And there's going to be a foul. A foul on Dietrich. And it was a battle with uh, Winty and Caden Miller there for the rebound. And they're going to get a foul on the Maroons. 
inbound with the his second team's first of the quarter. So Rado will take a seat. Neelam will come back in. Neelam there as well. So the lead is seven for the Indians. A minute gone here in the final quarter. As McManaway will get it in underneath the basket. It's in to Millville. Up my to go the full length of the floor right there, and they call a foul as well as trying to get in from behind. So instead, it's going to be a foul on the maroon. Yep, foul Tanner Will, his second, team second. Uh, it'll be Elam inbounding in front of the Dietrich bench. Elam gets it in, and then Caden just gets the touch. And he says, I'll just take it across half court. And it's going to be picked off. Taken away by Russendorf. Flip is good. And the foul. Caden Miller is going to try to come in for the chase down block. And instead, he gets the foul. And Russendorf will go to the line for the end one. Caden Miller's, Miller's second. Team's first. Definitely an ex- excellent effort there. Great job there by Caden Miller. Draws the foul. And so it's going to be Weston or a free throw good. Right in the face of the great scores here. The future tribal council trying to make some noise, but it didn't affect Weston North one bit. The lead is four for Altamont. 6.30 to go. Elam goes inside. Nice pass to Kaden Miller, and he is fouled on the layup, so... He slams into the stage, frustrated with himself that he didn't get the end one. But he will go to the line for two. Fouls on Tanner Will. That's his third. Dietrich's third. Yeah, so the fouls are really piling up here for the Maroons. That they are. So Kaden Miller will be at the line for two. First trip to the line, I have him down for tonight. And Miller's missed the free throw. So, it'll be his second attempt. On the way, is up, and that one's good. It rolled in. One for two. So, it's 40 to 35. So, we're about six minutes to go in the fourth. Check, we'll get it across the timeline. He is five for Altamont. Check. It's off to Westendorf. Thought about a deep three, but instead he'll drive it. And now he'll back it back out. Over to Will. He'll fire a three. Yeah. Three for Tanner Will. His first point. Leads down to two. 40 to 38. And now it's going to be a carry on Dylan Elam. Having difficulty on the pressure by Keck, so it'll be a turnover over to Dietrich. Once again, here come the Maroons in the fourth quarter. Where have we seen this before? I know. As Niemark will get it in. A two-will for the lead. Back iron too strong to Weston North track down the rebound. And he's going to fire for three. Yes, Dietrich has the lead. Elam the other way. Layup is good. Circus shot there. And Altamont takes the lead back, 42-41. And Elam's shaking up here on the back of the play. 
as he uh, has crashed into the stage there again. And stage seen a lot of action tonight. So is the mop. Yeah. Just coming out. Altamont makes the, he made the layup there. So Altamont takes the lead back, 42-41, with 5.37 to go. As that last three by Westendorf to take the lead for Dietrich is the first lead of the night for the Maroons. And Altamont started off the game 5 nothing. So, 5.35 to go. Altamont back in the lead by one, though. Dietrich has the ball. Tackle with it. He spins around, puts it up. Tough layoff. He got it to go. And so it's 43-42. Dietrich with the lead back. Eli Miller with it on the right wing. And now gives it over to McManaway. McManaway layup. Good. Another lead change. It goes back and forth. Altamont with the lead back, 44-43. Five minutes to go. Keck with it. Down low to Westendorf. Gets uh, Miller up in the air, but Westendorf with the layup. Dietrich has the lead back. All kinds of lead changes so far here just in the fourth quarter. Maroon's lead by one now. Millville with it. He lost it, and it's going to be saved by, can't save it, out of bounds. So it'll be Dietrich basketball. McManaway ran out of court there. Yeah, he did. I think he felt he was kind of pushed, but nonetheless, it's going to be Dietrich's ball. That'll be the Maroons with the ball. 4.30 to go. They have the one-point lead. So it's Keck giving it back to Westendorf. Westendorf drives, puts it up, lefty layup, good. For Westendorf, he's got 23, 44 to 47. And McManaway the other way, layup, good. Altamont trails by one. Coming up on four minutes to go. Keck will get it across half court, under four to go. Keck will drive to the hole. And it's stolen away by McManaway. McManaway gets it off to Eli in the corner for three in the lead. Yes! Yeah! Altamont has the lead back. Three-pointer for Eli Miller. And it's 49-47. And there's a timeout as well. Wow. Timeout. Dietrich. So, Altamont has the lead. 49-47. We'll take a break. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Alpha Indians Basketball and the ATC Tournament on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to the championship semifinal. Alphamont regains the lead there, 49-47. With that three-pointer by Eli Miller. And uh, we got 3.46 to go. My, my calculations have been six lead changes. And they've all come here in the fourth quarter. I'm glad you kept track because I, I just feel like there's been so many. You know, I haven't been able to, I I haven't been able to keep track. But I, I told you during the break, this game's been everything. Everything we do is going to be in more. So. Exactly what you'd want to be. Exactly. For the semifinals. Sure. And so it's Niemerk. Almost lost it. Davis checked back into the game on that timeout. Gephardt for three. Tough three. And he's fouled. Ooh. As Gephardt now will go to the line for three shots. Just two. So it was a two pointer just inside the arc. That Gephardt's foul shot is good. Petrick trails by one. That was the fourth foul, however, though, on Edge McManaway. I was on second of the quarter. you got to be careful. That's Gephardt's second one is good, so. It'll be a tie game again. 49-49. Eli Miller with it here at the volleyball line. He'll dribble inside with the floater. No. Caden Miller there for the rebound. His putback is good. Another putback for Caden Miller. And it's 51-49. Three minutes to go. Check in between the circles. Check over to Westendorf. Westendorf picked up by Eli Miller as the Altamont crowd gets their feet. Westendorf backdoor cut to Keck. Extra pass to Gephardt. Missed the dunk. And there's going to be a foul on Altamont. And two shots coming up for Gephardt. I was on Cade Millville, his second, and he's third of the quarter. Gephardt goes back to the line for two. He was just here and went two for two. Trying to tie the game up again. Free throw is good. So, uh, these are trails by one, 51-50. So, Gephardt trying to tie the game here, and he does. 51 all, 2.45 to go in the game. Five for six for the line tonight is Gephardt. So it'll be Millville getting across half court. Millville dribbles here on the left side, and he's in a little bit of trouble trying to find somebody to pass off to and lost it. Stolen by Westendorf. Westendorf the other way, puts it up, had it taken away. Eli Miller took it away, and Niemer comes crashing in there for the foul. And so it'll be a common foul on Dietrich. That was on Brock Niemer. That's his third near sport. Quarter. So, it'll be a 2, a 15 to go. All tied at 51. Altamont with the ball. As Eli dribbles here on the right side. Cut off now back to McManaway. McManaway dribbles out here at the volleyball line. Go inside to Kata Miller. Puts it up strong, and he walked with it. He picked up his pivot for trying to keep his dribble. 
And so it'll be a turnover back to the Maroons. And Dietrich wants another timeout. So they'll take a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. 2.03 to go, 51 all. And we'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to the ATC Tournament. I'm Jack Evans. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament Championship Semifinal. Again, everything you thought it would be here on a Friday night. 51 all with 2.03 to go between Altamont and Dietrich. Winner gets the right to face St. Anthony in the championship. Yeah, everything, everything we do at Whoopi Travel. And, uh, I mean, what, I, I didn't expect any less than being tied with two minutes left to go here in the game. So it'll be a catch with it across half court. And he takes it all the way to the hole, walks around the way up, and tracked down by Millville. Altamont will take over. Millville here into the front court, and there's going to be a foul on the maroon. So. Foul number five, and that's going to send Cade Melville to the line. Foul's on Keck, his second, but Keith fifth. We've seen this before as well. Melville in the fourth quarter against Dietrich. Made some clutch free throws on the fifth of January. Melville switches it. And puts Altman in the lead, 52-51. And a second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Millville. 53 51. 140 to go. And it's Westendorf getting across half court as Altamont will rise to their feet. Westendorf step back three. Bang! Dietrich with the lead. He's got 26. Dietrich leads 54 53. Eli dumps it down low to Kaden Miller, puts up the hook shot, no good. And he's on by Westendorf. As it's Keck, gets it across half court, over to Gephardt. Gephardt with the runner, puts it up, no. But Will's there for the rebound. He tries to go back up with it, but Coach Bonoff wants a timeout. So Coach Bonoff takes the timeout. And it's a 30 second, so we'll just keep it right here. As is a minute three to go. Dietrich has the lead of 54 to 53. 103 to go. And Dietrich will be inbounding there on the baseline. So, Coach Bonoff will draw up a play in Altamont. They have three fouls as a team, so. They do have one more foul left to give before any sort of bonus for them. 
but they are in the bonus themselves if they steal it here. As Keck will be the one to take it out on the baseline just below us. As 63 seconds left here in this one in regulation. As a Keck looking for someone to pass to. Gets it in. Nearly stolen away, but they complete it to Westendorf. And they get it back to Keck. Under a minute to go. Now Will back to Keck. They're just trying to play keep away. Will over to Westendorf. Westendorf thought about a deep three, but instead back to back out. And Eli's going to foul Keck there. So one more foul coming. Eli's fourth. Team's fourth. So a four there on Eli Miller. And so him and Manway have four fouls. And now next one will send Dietrich into the free throw line. And they get it, and they pass it to Will, and Bilbo's going to get a foul. So, Tanner Will will go to the line. Bilbo third, team fifth. Tanner Will will go to the line for two. So, Tanner Will up by one for Dietrich, and he'll try to make this a three-point game with 42 seconds left. And Will's free throw is good. And it's 55-53 Dietrich. 42 seconds left. And Will, his second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Will. Plus free throws there to make it a one possession game. 56-53 and Dietrich rises to their feet. So, Altamont calls the timeout. And so we'll take a timeout as well. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the NTC Championship tournament here on Jack Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 42.2 seconds left. The championship semifinal. Dietrich has the lead. And uh, Altamont will have the ball, but all they can do is tie it. Both teams in the bonus. So, Altamont will go the full length of the floor. And so we'll see what Altamont drew up here with 40 seconds left now and Eli crosses that form. Eli Miller with it here at the top of the circle. Back down his man. And now back out to Millville. He pumps. He goes inside. Caden Miller spins around, puts it up, blocked by Westendorf. They're calling foul. So instead of a clean block, it's contact, and Kata Miller will go to the line for two shots. Westendorf third. And Coach Bonoff telling the Maroons to make sure you block out. So Kata Miller will be at the line for two, down by three. Free throw is good. 
Bill Miller makes the first, and Altamont trails by two now with 26 seconds left. McManaway will take a seat, and Davis will come back in. Don't have McManaway pick up a foul. So, Kata Miller at the line for a second attempt. Down by two, missed it to the right, and rebounded by Keck. And Ben Radel trying to wrap him up. And that was Will who got the rebound. And he'll be going back to the line. Up by two. Big free throw is coming up here. Well on Radel at this second. So, biggest free throws here for Tanner Will. Just a couple of seconds ago. But now it's even more important. And put it to possession lead. And Will made the free throw. And now McManaway will check back in. And Rado will check out. So, 29 or 23.9 left. And Dietrich up by three with one more free throw to go. Will, second free throw. No good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. Eli gets it across off court. 20 seconds left. Eli had it taken away and stolen away. And Dietrich basketball. Weston North has the ball, and everyone's just chasing to try to foul. And he is fouled. Oh, boy. As Dietrich will go to the free throw line to shoot. Two free throws up by three with 11 seconds left. Foul's amazing midway. Number five for him. Uh, the ball just taken away, and yeah, McManaway will now foul out. So, Lessendorf will be at the line to potentially ice this game with 11 seconds left. Lessendorf, free throw up. No good. Four is so open. Oh, my goodness. 11.2 left. As Westendorf to make it a two-possession game. Second free throw is good. It's a four-point lead for Dietrich. And now Coach Niebuhr, you want the timeout. So Coach Niebuhr, you will call the T.O. 30-second timeout. And so we'll just keep it right here. That's 11.2 left. Out front, down by four. Can't draw up a tie, but yeah, have a quick basket and a quick foul. Not many scenarios that you can have here, unless Coach Bonoff telling the Maroons uh, don't foul if they shoot a three. Don't foul. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. If you're a three, yeah, you don't want to foul. Foul out the line, but. Problem on that'd be the best case scenario. But, uh, so, let's see what Alcon draws up here. And I thought it'd be a radle inbounding it. Gets it in to Eli Miller, 10 seconds left. Eli gets it up and he dribbles and he finds uh, and it's knocked away by Niebuhr. So, five seconds left. As they're trying to get Millville in the corner. And so it'll be out of bounds. Eli Miller will inbound on the baseline. And Eli Miller will inbound it here on the right side. And we're going to go even further. So 
Eli Miller will get it in. And it's a lob, and it's a miscommunication, and that's it. It's over. Dietrich moving on to the championship as they win here 58-54. They advance to take on St. Anthony in the championship. They'll be a new conference tournament champion no matter what as it's 58-54, final score. Dietrich moving on. Outspot to third place. Back and forth game there in of the fourth quarter. And Dietrich comes out and makes the plays when they need the most. And Westendorf was a primetime player tonight. And they're fired up going into the locker room, as they should be. As it's a huge win for the Maroons. And they'll be back to play for a TV ship. And the whole town of Dietrich will be coming with them tomorrow night as well. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I guarantee so, your final again of 58-54. Dietrich with the win. They're out of the championship. Altamont plays St. Elmo. Brownstown in the third place game at 2.30. So, we'll be back to wrap this one up. And we'll be back to talk and catch up with Coach Nieberge after this close loss. And it's a 58-54 final. Dietrich with the win. And we'll be back to wrap this one up in a few minutes. You're listening to Osmond Indians Basketball and the 80th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament here on Jack You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School in the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament as Altamont falls here in the championship semifinal hard to find game of multiple lead changes and one tie out of all, or a few ties, I guess, that is right. Uh, those down, but uh, back and forth there in the fourth quarter, and unlike the previous matchup, it is Dietrich coming away with the win, 58-54 was the uh, final score there, so uh, currently on, going on right now, there's a mad dash to the art room for the uh, Maroon fans to uh, purchase tickets tonight, and of course you'll have to arrive early tomorrow night to get those uh, tickets, and a standing room only crowd anticipated once again for championship Saturday uh, but it won't be with Altamont, so it'll be a feature going on in the championship game for the first time since 2018 and Altamont will be playing for a third place after back-to-back championships of the conference tournament, but they'll be playing for third place tomorrow afternoon at 2.30, so that's against St. Elmo Brownstown, a wild coverage for you right here on Jack FN. As Dietrich, what a fourth quarter there it was uh, for them, uh, but this time uh, they uh, go in front, and uh, they stay in front as a big play defensively there, taking the ball away from Altamont, and uh, didn't even get really an opportunity there uh, for a tie. Oh, they didn't. Free throws. Did leave the door open just slightly, uh, but then I ended up closing it out uh, there with the free throws. And so with Dietrich uh, moving on uh, there, and what a win, and a nice win there for the Maroons uh, here tonight uh, for them. So uh, Altamont basically led wire to wire here until the fourth quarter, and then it went back and forth, but Dietrich ends up uh, picking up the uh, W uh, there at the uh, very end. Um, so, crushing loss there for uh, Altamont and the guys. Uh, but you got to pick yourself up and try to move on to the third place game and get out of here with third place in this year's tournament. So, that's uh, the best case scenario that you have for uh, here. So, uh, the day will start at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow 
It's going to be South Central going up against Cowden and Beecher City for seventh place. Which is two straws is victorious over South Central tonight. They will be in the Constellation Championship against North Clay following that game. And then following those two will be the third place game without the money. It's Anima Brownstown. And then the championship tomorrow night at 7.30. St. Anthony against Dietrich. And we also see Coach Niebuhr making his way over here, climbing over the stands and be in our broadcast position soon. And we'll hand off the headsets uh, to him here momentarily um, and talk to him after this uh, crushing loss uh, here above. That's uh, what we got tomorrow. The first time we get to see is San Omo. We're going to play them in a couple weeks, but uh, we will uh, play them uh, tomorrow afternoon. So we'll give Coach Nieberg the uh, headsets here and make sure that we won't get uh, tangled up. Dom will hand off the headsets here to uh, Coach John Nieberg. And uh, Coach, bring it in here. And it's a devastating loss uh, there, but... Uh, the Maroons in the fourth quarter again, just like the last matchup. But uh, you guys did so many good things, uh, but I end up coming up short there in the end. Yeah, we can't turn the ball over, you know, as many times as we did. Uh, that's the story of the ball game. Um, you turn the ball over, you know, against a good team to go get easy baskets. You play defense so well in the first half, and to just give up easy baskets later, later in the second half. Uh, you know, that's the story of the ball game. Gotta have, you got five seniors on the court sometimes. You gotta have a little bit better, better ball control, ball handling. We gotta, we gotta figure out uh, all the bugaboos I've talked about at the beginning of the year. Hell, you know, the, the, the turnovers are hers, and they did tonight. And you guys got to a great start, just like uh, the uh, January fifth matchup. And uh, you guys got out to a decent lead there and got the crowd in it uh, early on uh, there in the first quarter. Yeah, we always come out. I, I think I said it on here one time is we come out with the first punch, and they withstood the first punch. Uh, yeah. and they, and they they kept playing. Uh, I'm not saying we took we got you know took it light later in the game, but uh, the things you do at the beginning, you know, you got to continually do those things. But uh, uh, credit Dietrich for for getting a lot of hands on the basketball and uh, you know turn making us making us turn the ball over, which didn't, you know, we, we got to learn, I can't run a dribble offense, we turn it over, and run a passing offense, we turn it over, I don't know, I'm kind of lost the words right now. Yeah, you just uh, can't uh, figure it out there at the uh, very end, no matter what you did there. The, yeah, the second, I mean, we, we, third quarter, we stretched the lead even a little bit, yeah, and, then, and then the fourth quarter, we just kind of, kind of got tight, and I was worried about that before the ball game, I was worried about how tight we'd get. We didn't 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 get take advantage of some of the advantages that we had, right? And uh, you know, I thought uh, defensively, uh, Dietrich is so tough to guard. They got uh, three uh, good ones that can put it up right. at any moment. And uh, Westendorf, of course, was big, and he got his points. And I thought we kept uh, Keck in check uh, tonight, especially seeing what he did against South Central uh, there. But I thought uh, defensively. Uh, you know, you guys did pretty good against two of the three. Yeah. Um, they got 3,000-point scores eventually. Uh, I'm pretty sure Keck's going to get close to some point, too. And, oh, yeah. Um, so, they're hard to guard. You know, they, they, you got you to gotta have three defenders 
to, to guard those three. And then you had a couple other kids that might not. And the Will Kid, Will Kid had a big game. Um, yeah, he so he, he he stepped up and hit a three there in the fourth quarter and hit some free throws down the stretch. So uh, he he kind of works his he works in there offensively. They're, they're, they're tough work. I knew I was worried about tonight. And they also were trying to navigate the foul trouble there as well as you had McManaway in early foul trouble, and Eli picked up uh, some uh, fouls as well. He was in some uh, foul trouble uh, right. as well, so those were two of the big guards. That's hard. Uh, yeah, with Gap Hart. I don't, I don't think some of fouls are fouls, but um, especially the early ones. But uh, even that three in the corner, I don't think he fouled him. I think it was anticipated with the kick out. But um, that's not on That's not on Aiden. That's not on the refs. I just don't think they – don't, don't think some of them were fouls. Those were some big calls. Uh, I think we play pretty good defense when, uh, but they jump into us and they get a, they get a foul called. So I thought Andy did a good job on get part again tonight. You know, it was just Westendorf. He kind of hurt us. We lost him. Kate picked him up on a rebound one time um, and didn't stay with him. Uh, we switched with Caden Davis on him one time and didn't get a hand up. So it's kind of like uh, you know they got the matchup they wanted and. They connected, and we when we get the matchup we wanted, we didn't. And it was that back and forth there in the fourth quarter, and I know uh, Millville hit a couple of free throws there to uh, give you the lead, and there were so many guys uh, there that kind of went back and forth uh, there to uh, give you the, the lead as well. But it was just kind of a back and forth game there in the in, in late in the game, and it could have went either way. Yeah, I was hoping you know we'd have some good possessions, but we'd turn the ball over. Uh, can't can't run anything if we're going to pass it to them or get a deflection. So uh, credit Diedrich for taking us out of what we wanted to do, and we did not execute down the stretch. And I, I don't know, put that on me, but uh, we had way too many turnovers for a senior laden team. And now you kind of have a learning experience uh, there, and you kind of uh, move on now and try to make the the best of it. And uh, and kind of switch things up here at the start of the third place game. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. We play at three o'clock tomorrow. We're gonna have to get right back at it. St. Elmo's good. They're gonna be quick. We're gonna be. We're gonna use an excuse of being tired, and we're gonna struggle. They're gonna. You know, not sure if I've ever gone one and two in this tournament, and I know Coach Peters is gonna be chomping at the bit to get that third place trophy. If our boys aren't ready, it's gonna be a dog fight. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna be quick and ready to go. All right, Coach. Well, we'll uh, let you go here. Thank and you. Uh, thanks for joining appreciate us here after a tough loss, for sure. There, we appreciate Coach John Nieberge for uh, joining us there in the post game after falling there. Altamont, a 58-54, Dietrich with the win onto the championship against an Anthony. So, uh, turn things over to Dominic, and we'll take care of the stats, and we'll get out of here for the night. All right. First of all, for Altamont, they fall here tonight, 58-54, Dietrich. Caden uh, Davis was uh, one for one from the field and one for one from three point range. So, with, uh, five points. Eli Miller was 0 for one from the field and two for four from the three point range with uh, six points. Dylan Elam, three for seven from the field and 0 for two from the three point line and one for two from free throw range with seven points. Cade Millville, one for four from the field and two for three from the three point range and he was uh, five of six from the free throw line with 10 points. Aiden McManaway, 3 for 4 from the field and 0 for 1 from the three-point range for 6 points. Ben Radel was uh, 1 for 1 from the field with 2 points. And Cade Miller, 5 for 9 from the field, 2 for 2 from the three-point range 
and uh, two for six from free throw line. He had 18 points, and he also had 12 rebounds. Uh, from the field, Alvamont was 14-27. Three-point range, they were 7-11. And from the free throw line, they were 8-14. For Diedrich, uh, Tanner Will was 0-1 from the field, 1-3 from the three-point range, and 3-4 from the uh, free throw line for six points. Keck was 2-3 from the field, 0-1 from the three-point range, and 2-2 from the free throw line with six points. Uh, Winnie came in but did not score. Hifford was 0 for 1 from the three point range. Drummond was 1 for 2 from the field with two points. Brock Neberge was 1 for 2 uh, from three point range and 0 for 4 from the field with three points. Lucas Westendorf, he was 7 to 12 from the field, 2 for 4 from the three point range, and 3 for 5 from free throw line with 23 points. Gephardt was 3 for 12 from the field, 2 for 6 in three-point range, and uh, 5 for 6 in the free-throw line with uh, 17 points. As Dierk was 13 and 30 from the field, 6 17 from the three-point range, and 13 of 19 from the uh, free-throw line. They went here tonight. Another epic battle, 58 54. They'll Play St. Anthony in the championship game and uh, out of all play Salem Brownstown for third place. The game has a schedule for about 2.30 or 3 o'clock, so uh, we'll have coverage right here on Jack FM for that. And up on at quarters of 11, and 16, 10, and 17 for their 54. And I had a double, quadruple check this, but uh, Dietrich had uh, points of 9, 12, 8, and 29 there in the fourth. Uh, for the Maroons uh, there to come out with a win, 58 to 54, uh, there and advance on to the championship against St. Anthony. So they matched their point total in the fourth quarter from the previous three quarters. I had to, I had to double check right. that myself because I didn't, I wasn't, wow. I wasn't sure I was. Like I said, is that number right? And you know, it, it is. But uh, wow. yeah, just uh, amazing fourth quarter from Diedrich, but that's. That's why I came out on top here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Hats off to uh, Lucas Wessendorf for uh, making those uh, shots there in the uh, very end and was huge in this game. So uh, it's uh, Dietrich versus St. Anthony in the championship and it's Altamont versus St. Elmo in the third place game here in the NCC uh, tournament. We'll have coverage for you here tomorrow afternoon. So until then, thanks to Carter back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And uh, thanks to Dominic for being alongside, keeping the stats and color commentating and we will be back tomorrow afternoon for the third place game between Alpine and St. Elmo. Until then, this is Travis Sparks signing off and we're back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. 
Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 